Hi, this is Jacqueline here with the Grow Program. Thank you for growing with me on today. God bless you, kings and queens. God bless you as you grow. It was a very eventful yesterday. Uh, you know, I told you I was seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. It's a light. It's a light there. It is. We've been in a dark, narrow-minded tunnel, but there is a light, and uh, we're approaching it. Um, someone had to be dropped off yesterday and it was, um, not an easy decision to do. It was very difficult, but I understand, um, you know, sometimes relationships don't always work the way we want them to. We try, but they don't work. Um, the cat had begun to do some different things. He had begun to have some behavior issues. And I was, um, yesterday, you know, I was allowing him, he was coming down the steps and I told him, come on down, you know, come on down the steps. And he wouldn't come down the steps. He just sat there looking at me. He would come down like a step and then he, he'd go back up, just sit there and look at me. So I was looking in the window and um, I said, well, you know, forget him. He don't want to come down. So I just turned around. I said, he'll come down when I'm not standing here, when I'm not looking at him. So I turned around. I'm looking out the window, trying to see what the weather's going to do. I told you how he stalks me. I told you how he follows me and, um, you know, other little things that he was doing. And when I turned around, look back at that cat, the look he had. He was looking at me. He's. It was like, uh, I'll show you. He had half his face covered. Half his face was hidden by the wall. So he was looking at me with one eye. And that one eye, it was like a death stare. And he sat there. He didn't move. When I turned around and looked at that cat, he was up there at the top of the stairs looking at me with one eye. And he never moved. He sat there for a second. And I stood there looking at him because I'm like, what's wrong with this cat? Why is he looking at me like that? And I go up the stairs. As I'm going up the stairs to let my daughter know what he's doing, he hissed at me. So I was like, oh, no. So um, come to find out, I called over there where I got him from, the Humane Society. And I let the lady know that he was, you know, we really having some issues here. Um, I'm, it, it didn't used to be like that. I used to go out in, out in the lighthouse at night, walk around there at night. I didn't worry about him sneaking up, creeping up behind me, but he had he recently began to do that, following me around everywhere. I turn around, there he is. He's sneaking and creeping. That's why I put the bell on him. And, um, honey, he was still sneaking and creeping with the bell on and the death stare. It was a death stare if I ever seen one. He's sitting there staring at me with a death stare. I walked up to, I'm walking, as I'm walking close to go up the stairs to come and look at him closer, he never moved, he never blinked, he never flinched. And when I told my grandson, when he came back from his dad's, and I told my grandson what all that cat was doing, my grandson was spooked. He was, he was truly spooked. And, um... He's like, that's creepy. 
And I'm like, yes, it is. And so, um, honey, um, when we were driving yesterday to take him back to the Humane Society, do you know that cat meowed all the way over there? And my daughter trying to comfort him and sing to him. And she's singing and he's meowing even louder and louder. And um, I'm driving, trying not to drive too fast. And um, <clears throat> when I got over there, I didn't even park the car. I mean, it's a Sunday. Office full of people. It's a full office full of people. I I pulled up in there. I took off running and ran in the Humane Society and grabbing the paperwork, the paperwork so I could lead this cat, you know. And um, it did not work out, honey. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And so my daughter had said, if I rehome him, that she would never speak to me again. Honey, that didn't bother me. You know how I many people told me they would never speak to me again and change their mind and start speaking to me again? Well, I said, you know what? You know, um, the one thing that we taught our children, our children get mad at us, the one thing we taught our children is love. And they always going to come back to love. And um, sure enough, she's speaking just fine. She's doing fine. And matter of fact, it's just like a spell is gone. It truly is like a spell gone because as soon as he was gone, they snapped right. They were so happy. And I mean, it's like I got my daughter back again because she was like, I couldn't tell her nothing about that cat. I couldn't tell her anything he was doing, everything he planned. He planned everything. He pl oh, it's so cute. And look, look how he jump up on the kitchen counter. That's so cute. And everything he does is not cute. And um, now I understand they say that cats own you. You know, cats feel like they own you, but I'm owned by God. I'm moved by God, and I work for the Lord. I don't work for the cat. You know, I, I have to take care of the cat. I had to. So, you know, that's what we were doing. Um, but the cat did not want to be up there with the owner. And um, she said that the cat is for her. But the cat did not want to be up there with her. He would beat the dough down to get down here and uh, follow me around, see what I was doing, where I'm at. And um, <clears throat> it just, as I was sitting thinking about the things that he did, you know, it just made me think about that. It made me think about when when I walked past the steps and he was sitting on the steps and he ran like between my legs. You know, you could, a cat will trip you. And he ran between my legs. He he almost did, you know, trip me. And when he ran, he ran up to run to the window to see the car that rolled by. You know, it was a loud car rolled by. And I thought it was kind of funny at the time. But come to find out, you know, this cat was doing little evil stuff, you know. And I'm back there at night, you know, getting me a snack, you know, get ready to come to bed. Every time I come out of my room, it don't matter if he's upstairs. If he hears me, he coming down. And he followed me wherever I'm going. If I'm going in the bathroom, he going to sit there until I come out. And and he'll be sitting there, you know. It don't matter where where I go, he will follow me. So, you know, I'm really, really very, very happy that he's back where um, we found him. And somehow we found him. We did not apply for him until I got over there. And, you know, somebody called and said, we got a cat for you. And I asked my daughter, well, where is he at? Who is he? She said she, she didn't know. And um, so we get over there, and there he is. And we get over there yesterday, and there he is. He, he's, he's back at home. He's back over there. 
and I pray. I love I love him and I pray I'm not speaking his name anymore. I pray that they find him a, a loving home with a lot of attention because he needs a lot of attention. He don't want you doing nothing else except petting and loving on him, who he choose to pet. Look, when he get tired of my daughter, you know, and which is he don't want to be up there, he coming looking for me. That's that's who y'all were. He was always looking for me. He's always down here where I was. I used to, I told you in the summertime, I used to have to leave here to get away from from him to have peace. And uh, peace is a mainstay as you're growing. You must have peace. You must, I must be able to, if I want to look out the window and see the, and, and, and look and see if I can hear from the Lord, get the wisdom from God. I don't want to turn around and this cat looking at me with a one-eyed death stare, you know, um, he scared the mess out of me. I was crying and shaking. I thought I was going to have a heart attack because I'm like, this cat is not getting ready to be the death of me. Every time I turn around, he's standing there. He's stirring. He's creeping. He's following. He's walking. He's stalking. I understand that's what they do. They stalk you. But I'm not going to be stalked. Uh-uh. And not in my own house. I'm not going to be stalked by a cat. I'm sorry. I understand that's what they do. Well, he got to go stalk somewhere else. He can't stalk up in here. You know, we trying to roll on for the breakthrough. That'll 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 stop. That'll stop what I'm trying to do. Being stalked. You know, I understand he playing and everything, but it's not playing to me. Um, you know, yesterday, I truly thought I was having a heart attack after I saw that. Uh, I can't. It was hard for me to forget that that image of him standing up there with that one-eyed death stare. And he just looking there, looking at me. And even as I walked up to him, he didn't flinch. He didn't move. He just sat there staring at me. And when I went up the steps, he hissed at me. So when I, I told my daughter, uh-uh, we got to do so. I said, I'll give you one more day tomorrow. Tomorrow, Monday, he's leaving. Um, She brought him down yesterday and said, well, she ready to go now. So she tired of him. She got tired of him. You know, he, he didn't want to be up there. She had two rooms, two nice rooms. He didn't want to be up there. See the, and she said the cat is for her. So he for you. He's supposed to be up there with you. He's not for me because I don't need a cat. You know, I got God. I don't need the cat, you know, and the cat don't own me. So there's that. And I'm grateful to God. I'm so thankful. I was just able to go outside there in the kitchen of the lighthouse and nobody's out there following me. Nobody's around. Nobody's running past the room constantly. That's all he did. You know, if I'm in here trying to um, get ready to meditate, get ready to record, whatever I'm doing, he just out there running past my room back and forth, just constantly running past it, constantly, never stopping. I mean, he don't go lay down and play and, and you know, go be like a cat, go lay in the window somewhere. He don't go do that. He aggravating and tormenting. And um, that's what he did, honey. It's like, it's like something out of a movie. And it's going to be in the movie. It's going to be, honey. It's going to be. We're going to keep on growing in God. See, because I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell um, to the world. Because what the world needs now is love. The world needs love. And I love, love, love that cat. Loved him enough to take him back over there in hopes that he would get an opportunity with a new family because I was told 
I found out around here at the, the local shelter that in order to, they, they wouldn't accept him. I would have to release him into the wild. He's not an outside cat. I couldn't see myself doing that. So I took him back over there to the Humane Society. And please adopt a rescue. Please adopt a rescue. Um, just so happened, I rescue. I'm the one needed rescuing. Um, so I had to go ahead and do what I had to do, honey, for my sanity. See, because I have to take care of me mentally, physically, and emotionally. And by me being tormented and stalked, I wasn't able to do that. I used to be able to go sit out there in the dark and look out the window, watch the highway of life. But I turn around, he's sitting there staring at me. It wasn't like he's sitting there doing something else. He's sitting there staring at me, following me. He there. He in the dark. Watch him. He going to trip over. He laying right there. He ain't going to move. He see you coming. He lay right there in the middle of the floor like he owned the whole house. He did what he wanted to do around here. It didn't work out. And and yesterday, I thought I was going to be attacked. You know, when I went up the stairs and he started hissing, I thought he was going to attack me. Um, I don't do nothing around here but grow in God, and I want to be left alone. I have to have peace. Like, like she liked to have peace, so she laid him out so he could stop beating on her dough. Well, I like to have peace, too, because I'm trying to grow. You know, I'm here trying to grow in God for the breakthrough, and I'm so grateful for you. Germany, I love you. South Korea, keep growing. We trying to make it over there across the border to North Korea. Keep growing in God. I love you. I love you. I love you. Spain. Spain, Spain, Spain. I love you, Spain. God bless you as you grow. Beautiful Spain. I'm grateful and thankful for the opportunity to grow in God with you, to show you that God is about love. God is love. Love all day long. That's what God is, and that's what we need to show the world. Let's show the world love. Let's use our light, love, and light up the world. For every man, woman, boy, and girl, let's show the world love. Let's show the world how to grow. Let's show the world the path to a better way to grow in God for a better way. So, um, I'm going to tell you, he gone and um, that's it. So I won't be, you know, really speaking on him except to say that my children, all they're happy. You know, my daughter, my grandbaby, they're happy. Um, they shed a few tears, but honey, once he once he was gone and we left, they snapped right back. My daughter started, she perked right up. She went to talk. She said, now I can start working on what I need to work on. Because, see, she got some candle business, different stuff she trying to do. And um, he was just too much, you know, even for a 17-year-old. He's, he was too much to handle. And so I'm grateful to God. I'm thankful for peace again at the lighthouse. I am so, so, so grateful so that I can be able to go ahead and prepare for the next journey that God got me on. Um, and I told you he felt like he belonged to me, not my daughter. 
And so um, I'm just I'm just very thankful. I'm very thankful. And uh, I didn't know yesterday, you know, when I when I told you about the light at the end of the tunnel, that the light at the end of the tunnel also meant that um, we were parting ways with him. And I'd have no regrets. I, 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 I am thankful that for the time that he spent with my child, he lifted her. He showed her love and she saw love and she just came right out of her little shell. And I'm grateful and thankful for the cat that he he was able to help do that. You know, he did do that because I'm telling you, he loved her and she loved him. But he didn't like me. He had it out for me. And um, he had some plans for me. So I'm glad he's back over there at the Humane Society growing, you know, with the rest of the animals. And I pray that he finds that loving um, home that he's craving and looking for, that he can run. Let's see something. He was he was something else. But so is God. See, God got a way of moving things out of our way. You know, God ain't got no weapon. No weapon, nothing. Gotta move it out the way. Gotta gotta make a way. See, because I called that emergency hot emergency number. I told her what he was over here doing. Honey, she said, bring him on back today. If you want to bring him today, you bring. So I said, I told told my daughter, I said, well, we'll wait one more day. Honey, she brought him, she brought him and that box down. She said, let's go today. She ready to go. So I said, I thought you wanted, well, you know, okay, fine. We ready. Let's go. Let's pack up. Let's load. Let's load up. Lock up. Let's go. And he hollered all the way over there. A 30 minute ride. He hollered. He he meowed. She's singing and he meowing even louder. You know, like he he knew what was up. He knew he knew the jig was up. I told her, keep him in that box because even usually when he go in the box, he's sitting there for the ride. Not this time. He's trying to claw out the box while I'm driving. He trying to get up out of there. She had to hold him down in there. She holding down, holding him down, singing to him so we can hurry up and get over there so I can drop him off. So when I pulled up in front of the building, I jumped, I, I put the car in park, jumped out, ran in the Humane Society, honey. I ran in there trying to get away from him. <laughs> I'm telling you, honey, it's been a journey. So I'm grateful and thankful to God. Yo, I'm, th- I got, I'm, do- I'm here doing the work of the Lord and I cannot let nothing and no one stop me from growing. Nothing and no one will stop us as we growing on in God, headed for the breakthrough. I am very thankful. I'm giving, I got a trip coming up and I honestly, I'm going to tell you honestly, I got a trip coming up and I did not. I was regretting leaving that cat here with my children. I started feeling different about him. I didn't feel, I didn't really trust him anymore. You know, I'm like, what kind, what, what kind of cat just walk around following you around the day, all day long? Even no matter where I go. If I go in the kitchen, here he come. I mean, if I go in the refrigerator, if I look in the cab, I look out the window. I'm watched. Every, everything I do, I'm watched. He watching like, like watching me like I'm, I mean, like he sent here to watch me. Honey, please. Baby, bye. <laughs> For real. Baby, bye. Peace. I love you. I peace. You know, got to leave you. Greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom. That's exactly what I did. Greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom. Who? Okay. 
you got to go. We got to roll on for the breakthrough. You know, um, you don't want to act right. You don't want to do right. Stalking and tripping and stumbling and, you know, just, and then about to attack, on the attack, on the steps. We got to rise, kings and queens. We got to grow over the oppression. No weapon, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Remember this, greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom. God is with you, honey. God is with you by his spirit. Zechariah 4 and 6, yes, you can. Yes, you will overcome and grow for the breakthrough. I love you, kings and queens. Keep growing.